everybody. Welcome to Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. I'm producer Patty. Almost. Uh, almost we got are there. Your... <laughs> you just waited a beat too long. So I have to say it at the same time as Clayton? No, you come in you right after me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, we are all the veteran Virgin River fans coming at you with episode... What is this? Six five. and seven? Five and six. Five and six. Five and six. I'm so bad at counting. See, season three, episodes five and six. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so we've already dropped two episodes, and we're not joking around. We are burning through. I mean, not as fast as we'd like to, honestly, but we are burning through Virgin River season three. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. I. I love these two episodes. I mean, and episode six is my favorite so far. Yes, we won't. Re- I, I I think I know why th- that's your favorite episode. And I love those kinds of episodes when Virgin River does them. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. we we gotta we gotta start with. Well, so what we've been doing with these episodes, if you've been following along, is we start with the storylines that we're the least interested in. And then we go up to the storyline we're most interested in. And I guess they are moving up and down. I don't know how how you guys feel about this, but there is there is a few that are moving up for me, or at least one. And let's I don't know, Aaron, where do you want to start? Because you seem to be keeping the running list written down. Um I mean, we always start with Lizzie and Ricky, but do you feel like they are the le- they have moved up in interesting or Well, here's what I would do. I don't think they moved up in interesting, but I do think that we should just talk very quickly about um what is I see I get Lizzie and her conf- Lily. We got to yes. we got to get yeah, let's the heavy talk- stuff over with first. With Lily, Lily, if you know, if you watch the show and you listen to our last episodes, she has stage four pancreatic cancer. She didn't tell anybody but Mel, but then Doc shows up at her house and is saying, hey, you should get a checkup, just trying to be nice. And she thinks Mel squealed on her. Not the case, but she spills the beans, tells Doc and Doc says, you've got to tell your daughter You've got to tell people because they need to have time to come to grips with this. And so mm-hmm. I don't know how about you guys, but she tells her daughter and I cried. Yeah. And that was a really devastating scene. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I mean, I think we said it last episode with the storyline. It's being done really well. The acting is great. It's just something I'd prefer not to watch on Virgin River, you know? And I feel like it's a, it's always a hard transition in and out of these scenes with Lily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, to go from Lily talking about terminal cancer and telling her kid, and then it goes into, you know, Mel and Jack on a log rolling contest. Like, it's it's just a, always a tough tonal shift out of her scenes, which, again, are... I think done really well and and the acting is great and the the writing is is very uh uh respectful of the subject but it's it's just not exactly what 
I kind of want to be watching on this show. I do have I do have one one thing about Lily though is Doc says Lily is Hope's best friend. Is that true? I think so. they do seem close. Okay. Yeah. And also I am happy that she is finally like told people, you know, I I didn't like that she was doing this alone. So now, you know, I'm happy that all of her friends are also dealing with it. Um, And I think it's a nice reflection too, for doc of like sort of his life changing so dramatically too. Um, But yeah, I, it, it is kind of depressing, although everyone is doing a very good job acting wise. And then before we get to Ricky and Lizzie, who I still think are at that level of, of least interesting, we haven't mentioned Mike at all. The cop, that is hanging around Virgin River helping with the search for who shot Jack, who now mm-hmm. is really into fishing and pops in every once in a while. He's a handsome dude. He's he's one of Jack's military buddies. I'm thinking there's got to be maybe some romance budding with him and somebody at some point. I don't know if it's going to be at the end of the season or season four, but we have slept mm-hmm. on Mike. We don't talk about him at all. I mean, maybe that's Muriel's uh, happily ever after. Well, no, you know who? I'd love that. Did you see Charlie giving Muriel a compliment at the Lumberjack Games? Uh, there could be some sparks there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they're all fighting yes. for her. Who's, wait, who's Charlie? Season. I missed that one. Charlie's the guy who told Ricky to, you know, just, you know, be a man basically. Oh. Or grow yeah, up. Sure. Not be a man. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah, he he when they were when he walked past Muriel at the Lumberjack Games, he gave her a compliment and she she kind of laughed and said, "Oh, Charlie." Mm. So, who knows? Mm. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. All right, let's get into Ricky and 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 uh uh Lizzie wants Lizzie. to move yeah. in it, with it's... with Ricky. Which I agree with Ricky, oh, and that is guy. a bad idea. It's insane. It's well, it's okay. It's a bad idea, I guess. But they're also nineteen and twenty, and it it doesn't matter, right? I guess if it's a bad idea because they'll live together for two months and then they'll break up and move somewhere else in Virgin River, and that's what should happen. Now they they gotta just. Ricky, Ricky is the worst. I am getting to the point where I hate him. Like I, I don't feel any sympathy for him. I just want him to. I just want to see him fail. He's getting set up to be the. I think he's setting. He's getting set up to be the comedy relief because when he was at the lumberjack games, he fell off a log, and then when they were looking for Christopher. He comes out of the water soaking wet, and Preacher says, hey, have you seen Christopher? He goes, today? And Preacher just walks away. No, he says, recently. Recently. Which is the... Ins- <laughs> yeah, so... Which is like, no, yeah, I am aware of that child existing. Yeah, and then runs back in to jump on the log again to fall off of it. I do think that they're setting him up to be a goof. Yeah. And, and that's his audition to be in the military. He's like, hey, recruiter, look at me fall off this log yeah. twice. So let's go back, though, to episode five, where the storyline is Lizzie 
has been living with Ricky and his grandma for a little bit. Lizzie uses all the hot water in the shower, so Granny's mad. I think we all love that Grandma is so direct and and so to the point where she tells Lizzie, like, you're using all my hot water. This is not good. Oh, the gr- you should get back with your aunt. I love Grandma. She's great. Well, my favorite mm-hmm. moment with that is that Lizzie says, oh, I'm sorry about the hot water. What What do you want? It's on me. And Grandma says... Half a dozen ginger snaps and a couple of oatmeal muffins. I mm-hmm. thought, I think she was asking, do you want a free cookie? Not half the bakery. Right. But, you know, grandma's going to get hers. She didn't get a hot shower this morning. So I appreci- mm-hmm. I liked her for that. I really did. Because I'm like, yeah, just take everything you can from this little girl. Like, do it. You know? And then... And then when Ricky goes to talk, well, first grandma tells Ricky, you know, you got to go talk to your girlfriend and tell her to move out. And then Ricky's immediate response is, can't you (laughs) do it? Can't you talk to my girlfriend, grandma? And then when he finally talks to Lizzie, Ricky starts by saying, so my grandma wanted me to talk to you and my grandma thinks you Mm -hmm. should leave. God, what does Lizzie see in him? That's the thing. Well, that's why I think they shouldn't move in together because Lizzie needs to leave. Because originally Lizzie was sent up there to live with Connie when I think she was still underage. But it's like she's 19 now. Her father's still sending her money. It's like, just move back to L.A. You don't have to open a club with Parker, but. But why not? Yeah, fine. Do it. It's just, it's so straight. I don't. And also now it's getting to the point where like Lizzie is always frustrated with Ricky. So I'm like, why are we here? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point? I It is crazy. Like the fact that he couldn't even tell his girlfriend, like, Hey, don't like maybe let my grandma shower first or something. But it's crazy that he was like, Oh, so my grandma said, no, like you're not acting like an adult. Yeah. When he was, I really thought when he was doing the, lumberjack games were there up on the wires i i really thought that he was going to fall off and hurt himself i thought that was going to be the thing where he falls and he's hurt and now lizzie's stuck taking care of him right i like i just feel like i i don't i'm not a huge lizzie fan but i'm like she at least has more going on than he does and it's like just get away from this guy. He's going to drag you down. Even if it is like they are young and they probably realistically are only going to be together for like a few months or a few years. It's like, don't even waste that amount of time on this loser. Well, yeah, Lizzie makes a good point when she wants to move in with him and he says, that's like getting married. She's like, or not. It's, it's not, we could just live together and then it could just end. She doesn't say that, but that's the thought where that is true. It's what Pat said as well. If they live together and it's six months, who cares? They're not going to live together forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Pat. Anything else on Ricky or Lizzie? I I mean, I I don't know. I, I think me and Aaron were talking during this, too. I wonder what the writers of this show think of the Ricky character. Yeah. You know, because it, it's at a point where... It does feel like they are disdainful mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see him redeeming himself 
in any way. I, I only see him on more of a downward trajectory. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be some kind of he goes into the army and there's a big mishap. Yeah. Would well, you think he leaves for the army at the end of this season? It, fine, if he does, who cares? <laughs> I I think he gets on the wrong bus yeah. <laughs> and never ends up at the army base. I think he thinks he's leaving for the army. And he just he just ends up like at a golf yeah. course or something. I mean, it's definitely possible. Yeah, yeah, but nothing else really with those two. Yeah, just yeah. My hatred for Ricky just grows and grows. I mean, yeah, grows and grows. Um. So next up is Bree, whose storyline is kind of getting away from like her and Brady, but I guess also Brady is only ever involved in her. So Bree Brady. Yeah, so Brie is addicted to Xanax because of a bad breakup. and But I don't get that she's, like, addicted to Xanax. Like, her doctor's prescribing her Xanax. And, like, she shouldn't take it with alcohol, but, like, that all seemed kind of funny. Like, Well, she's taking more than one. She says one doesn't do oh. it, so she's taking more than one. Okay. And I was wondering what her pills were because we had a call from her doctor that she answered and said, can I get a refill? And the doctor said, yeah, but this is your last one. Then she popped some mm-hmm. pills after, you know, Brady goes out, which they always, they, they, they move away when, when a guy gets up out of bed. They got to show Tush. I don't know why they're not showing Tush. <laughs> Because I'm not a big fan of Brady, although he's growing on me. But, you know, show the tush. Yeah. He's been showing a lot of chest, a lot of yeah. abs. Like, Brady, Brady's Brady been showing skin. He has, which sure. is great. That's great. I mean, that fifth episode, I counted. It seemed like they had had sex three different times in that episode. Like, it's always we join them post-sex mm-hmm. uh, or cut away right before. But they are really getting getting on but pretty well in every room in his awesome yeah. cabin, which, I, I mean, I don't know how he's affording that place, but it, it, it's amazing. But they're having sex Yeah, everywhere. I mean, it's the first blush of, of lust or whatever this is. I don't think it's love. I mean, it might be. Who knows? But I mean, they do seem really sweet together. Like, they do have chemistry. Like, I like the relationship. You just hate Brady. I Listen, I, he's growing on me. He's growing on me. He's showing uh-huh. his softer side. Now, here's the thing, though, with Brady is that, and I think this is a, I think this is a red herring, but Mike tells Jack that Brady doesn't have an alibi and that he is now the prime suspect in the shooting, which just now, can't I be. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know anything about, like, police procedures or whatever but like is it normal to tell the the victim like who the number one suspects are i think so if you're the arm if you're an army buddy i think if it's in this situation it makes sense i don't know Uh legally i mean i think right i mean you can tell somebody if 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 i got shot i'd want the cop to tell me who they think did it yeah Right, but they might not tell you. I mean, it it all comes down to are you best buddies with the investigating officer, which Jack yeah. is. Yeah, did you fight a war with this guy or not? Yeah. Right, which usually isn't the case in most shootings. Most shooting victims 
were not war buddies with the person investigating. Yeah, I'd say eighty-seven percent of the time that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so Brady is the. I I agree. I mean, I can't imagine Brady's the killer, but it's going to or the shooter. I mean, but it's going to be something that keeps coming up because Brady is dating Jack's sister. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, the fa- like Jack hasn't found that out yet. And so I am wondering when that's going to come. Yes. You know, when we're going to find that out. Well, he, Brady opened up to Bree about his rotting log situation. <laughs> so she knows something's, you know, that's that's actually progress for him to open up about something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were in bed. He's shirtless, and he tells her, "I got to tell you about my mm-hmm. rotting logs." <laughs> it's important to be open about rotting logs. It happens to a lot more men than you think. Oh, it ha- yeah, exactly. It happens to every man at some point. Mm-hmm. W- w- what do you think I was in <laughs> surgery for? <laughs> oh, I thought it was toe lengthening, and here it is. It's a rotting log situation. <laughs> it's 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 uh, termites. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I um, guess nothing really yeah. more, right? Are we forgetting something? It feels like Brady and Bree took well, a Bree also Yeah, Bree lets it spill that Jack has been married before. And yeah, and Bree just collapses and Mel takes care of her, but Now that was a bombshell, right? That yeah, Jack was we didn't married know before. That. Okay. Because she says, Oh, your hair when they're going to go out and have drinks, her and Mel. And Mel walks in and she says, oh, your hair reminds me of Jack's ex-wife. And I thought, uh, did I forget so much of the first two seasons? But no, it's just, it ends up being that he married somebody out of high school. And then he enlisted, got shipped out, and they divorced while he was overseas. So it lasted like three months, he said. I am, like, I am very curious about jack's age what how old is he supposed to be because in real life martin henderson is in his mid mid to late 40s i think he's supposed to be around me and no he's supposed to be older than me and pat but just a little bit i think he's supposed to be like 43 or 44 Here's the thing. Here's the math I did. So the war in Iraq, and he and he specifically says he got shipped out to Iraq. Okay. And the war in Iraq starts in 2001. Yes. Or or 2002. But yeah, right? He said that he had graduated high school and then shipped out to Iraq. So you graduate high school when you are 18, yeah. 19. And that was 20 years ago. So that would put him at... Yeah, 38, like 39. 39. Yeah, he ain't 38 or 39. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Eh, I mean, it's fine. I think I think with those kind yeah. of numbers, it's close enough. Although I would say from from I mean, he looks spectacular, but he he could not pass for a 39-year-old, I don't think. No, I mean, he's I a very handsome man, but... He's rugged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, he's gorgeous, but I just don't think he's 39. No. But I think Mel is supposed to be in her mid-30s. And Mel... Yeah, I mean, I think that... I'm not worried about, like, Mel's age. I think that all, like, sort of works out. But it's just, like... 
it's funny. It's just, I don't know. Whenever he mentions Iraq, it's always like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it just seems so I don't know. I think though. Virgin River is just, I think Virgin River is just like the Simpsons. It's just like a sliding time mm-hmm. timeline. Like, we don't know exactly when Virgin River is taking place. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, Homer's supposed to be like 35. So, uh, so other than, I think Brady and Bree kind of not much else going on with them. No, I think these two episodes were like, you know, I don't want to say filler episode because like, listen, we enjoy every episode, but like there's not, there wasn't a ton of like forward movement at all. It's kind of like, here's where everybody's at. There was, so the next step would normally be Doc and Hope, but there was no hope. Yes. I mean, she looms large even when we don't see her, but I she wasn't on screen much. No, she was not on screen at all in these two episodes, I don't believe. Yeah. But yes, her her... Spirit was around because Doc had to do a bunch of stuff for the Lumberjack games that he said, he told Hope, I'm not going to do it. And then mm-hmm. he's going to do it because he loves Hope. Oh, of course. But also, it, uh, Pat and I were laughing about this because we were like, what are these games going to be? And then they're like professional games. And there's a lot of like very violent things happening, like axe throwing and you know, people jumping off of things and people getting, having to get like belayed up into trees. And it's like, oh, like the Lumberjack games would be some town person's like full-time job would just be organized and running the games. But instead it's just I like mean, the, Doc the, steps in the morning of. The Lumberjack games would be run by a organization that works on them yes. all year. Right. There would be like a company or at the least, there would be some kind of all this specialized company that comes in and puts on the lumberjack games that has a full team that is setting up the harnesses. It would not be Doc counting harnesses that then human beings are going to hang in later. It would be a like circus. Yes, team a guy yes. with macular degeneration is tying your only lifeline. Mm-hmm. That I don't think is something that would happen. But guys, the lumberjack games are a real thing. Like, oh, are they? Yes, they exist. They've been on ESPN. That's really cool. Like, these are legitimate. The things that they were doing are legitimate competitions that lumberjacks do. Oh no! Yeah, I knew that. Oh yeah, but I didn't realize it was just this like the lumberjack game. Oh yeah, no, it's very cool. Well, it would... If you if you ever get oh, a yeah. chance to watch it, definitely watch it. It's fun. I mean, this was my favorite episode so far, and it's my favorite kind of Virgin River episode. I love their yearly, everyone together in one place for a big event. Mm-hmm. Banging episode. off each other. Because the first, the first season of Virgin River, I started watching halfway through. You know, Erin had it on. She was watching it. I sat down and, and started watching it. The episode I started watching was the square dance. Yeah, the barn episode. dance where they were just the barn dance the whole episode. So I love these, you know, bottle episodes where they're just, everyone's at an event together and they're all just trading off and having conversations. So the Lumberjack Games is the greatest. Yes, that's why this is my favorite sort of Virgin River episode. And they always kind of put it in the middle because they know this is a good time to Mm -hmm. show where everybody's at and bounce maybe different characters off each other. And remind us mm-hmm. that they're all a, a town, even though we can't forget because they're so in each other's mm-hmm. lives. But 
yeah, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, that's such a, it was such a fun episode and we get a little bit, I mean, we'll but, talk about Mel and Jack's conversations during this when we get to that. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, so what else but, is but Doc? The, oh, so Doc is running this festival and then he goes to do like shoot clay pigeons. And I was or convinced that this was us setting him up to shoot someone. Yes, I absolutely thought that. I thought he was going to shoot Christopher. Me too. I was like, somehow this kid is going to show up out of nowhere. Waving his big turkey leg around. Yeah. But Doc did a great job he in did. the shooting He did. He still contest. got it. He, did he win he it? He wins. Well, Doc, the other thing with Doc is that, oh, we get introduced to a lovely candidate to take over Doc's position. Mm-hmm. And what was her name? Dr. Hansen. Her, Dr. Hansen. Very yes. beautiful, smart, wants to do a holistic, small practice, which Mel raised her eyebrows to, and Doc didn't seem to be phased by. And he's got to make the decision whether or not to offer her the job in a day because she's going to get snatched up. And so he's mm-hmm. thinking, I-, I don't know what I want to do. And at first, Mel sits in on the interview because she, you know, uh, the last episodes we talked about, found out that he was looking for someone to, she thought, maybe replace her. But then he made it seem like it's to join the practice. And it turns out mm-hmm. it's because he's retiring. And, and she, she tells, he tells Mel this. Mel tells Jack. And so Doc yells at Jack about Mel not being able to keep her mouth shut. Yeah. Which Jack says, hey, I'm always going to mention, if anybody says anything bad about you or makes you sad, I'm going to confront them. That's just who I am. And she says, oh, it's hard to be mad at you. (laughs) That was so creepy and weird because I'm like, well, no, because that was like in a professional capacity. Yeah, that could fuck up your job. Yeah, like if I was upset about something my boss did and Pat called him, like that would be embarrassing and bad. Mm Mm-hmm. I would not want that to happen. Yeah, that was like a creepy thing. That was not like a positive thing. Um, but also, I do think like Doc can't get mad that Mel did tell Jack, you know? Yeah, I mean, he he had to know that Mel would talk to Jack about it. Right. Well, I think there's just that assumption that everyone should have that that if you tell someone something, their significant other also knows it. Right. Unless you specifically say, do not tell Jack. I'm just assuming right. that they know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's a, and, and from Mel's point of view, like, the fact that Jack said that to Doc is also just part of what you get with Jack and what you're into when you're into Jack because it's just like Jack is all consumed. Yes. Right. It's like you'd almost be, you would be disappointed if you're dating Jack and Jack didn't confront someone immediately after you told him something about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so it's hard. You want to be important him. in Jack's life. Cause he's the King. Right. Yes. Cause Jack is King. Obviously. I'm trying to think if there's anything else so, with doc. Well, he's got so he's got Doctor Hansen starting soon. I mean, it's maybe, maybe another another redhead, maybe. So it's another redhead with Mel. Aaron did mention when we were watching it that it's it's 
it's a little odd that they both have the same uh, hair color. Well, Hope is a redhead too, right? Or is she brown? Yeah, she's gray hair. Oh, well, but I mean, it's, it's, she used to be. I, I, she feels like she used to be a redhead. Mate, she just has redheaded vibes. Well, I don't. Was Annette O'Toole a redhead in in her younger days? I don't know. I feel like she's never been a redhead on Virgin River. So, as far as we know, it, okay. She's not. Well, I, listen, you guys brought up the redhead but, thing, so I'm just trying to see if there's a thread here. Well, it's not even just that like yeah, she's it's, also redhead. It's like they have the exact same color hair and like look enough and are like the same height and both white. And it's just like I need a little bit of separation of like who are like to know who's who. I mean, I think obviously we've spent so much time with Mel. Like we know what Mel looks like, but it is also just like an odd casting choice if she ends up being the person. Yeah, she might not. We don't know. Right. Um, yeah, like how they made Cynthia it, Nixon be a redhead in Sex in the City because there were too many blondes. You got to think of these things. And and just for the patients, you know, I could see that being confusing for them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, All right, you're not worried about it. We'll see how this I, develops. I, I'm not, I will not lose sleep over this, no. Um, should we go on to Preacher? Yes, Preacher and Christopher. So, what happened there? I mean, not much really other than Christopher gets lost during the... Well, no, there's in episode five, the Preacher storyline is he's helping out Christopher with his acting, right? He's going to be in a play and he tells him, I'm going to rehearse with you tonight he gives him that cool advice about how you deal with a bully is you just blow it off and you look at him and you're like whatever man and you walk away yeah. which is cool but preacher cannot come home and help christopher rehearse his lines as he promised because preacher has brought in five or six hunters <laughs> who are spending an incredible amount of money at mm-hmm. jack's so much so that Jack says they will spend more than we make in yes. a week. And Jack offers to split the proceeds of their bill and with And talk about and 50-50 for the bar. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So, Yeah. So that's great for Preacher. But we got to talk about this party of five or six hunters and how much could they possibly have been spending that night that Jack and Preacher are like, this is a windfall, that... this table of five guys. Yeah. I mean, they had like a special bottle of wine. So that's my only thing. It's like maybe if they're charging them like over $100 for this like wine that they want. But otherwise, like this bill isn't going to be over $1,000. You, you can't. No, they're drinking bottles on bottles and they're having – they're probably having shots. They're – they got Kobe beef. They they bought like really high end food to cook for them. So so this uh, bill is probably going to be I, in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Is there's it? five of them. There's okay. There's five of them. They're each getting Kobe beef. But even like you go to a a big steakhouse, like their dinners are still going to be. 
Okay, say they're spending $200 a piece on food, which is really on the high end. So there's $1,000 if there's five of them. And then you think they're spending thousands on yeah, drinks? Yeah, dude, if you bought a bottle, if you Jets? bought... I'm, it's it's crazy you guys are from New York, but you there's some of these steakhouses where people leave dropping like four grand. Oh, yeah. No, if but this I, was a just, New York I, restaurant, but this is like a bar in the middle of nowhere in Northern California. Like, it's just not that as expensive. Like, yeah, if these guys and were they, in town, I'd say 10 grand. And they all just walked in like in camo out of the woods. Like... I, I just don't see them spending $5,000 that night. Well, they did. Right. They did. I mean, I'm not going to – I mean, or it's I – mean, did they give a number as to what they're going to spend? No. We're just supposed to we, guess. We never heard yeah. it. I mean, I bet you they dropped five grand. I bet you they dropped 1000 bucks a piece. All right. Jeez. I mean, I it would have to be if those bottles of wine are like oh, hundreds of dollars and they I yeah. thought they had champagne too, didn't they? Maybe. And then each of them drank well, like they... if each of them drank 3 $200 bottles of wine, then maybe we would get there. It's hard. Food, their no, their food check is not more than a hundred dollars each. It can't be. No, that I think it's. I think it could be more. I think it could be more. I, I said I'm giving them two hundred dollars a piece on food, so a thousand dollars on food. Yeah, and they're also getting. We did get the information that they did order sandwiches to take with them mm-hmm. on the way out. We've- so the sandwich bill, the original dinner bill. It's just though they have to be like falling down, like put him in a wheelbarrow drunk out of there to, to spend. Well, that thousands. was the plan. That's the plan. All right. I mean, it's a windfall. It's Preacher is getting half of this, and this is going to be more money than the bar makes in a week. Yeah, and he's going to so. take Christopher to Disney World with that money. So it's that was- it's 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 some dough. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but that was the big... Was there anything else with, like, Christopher? He has, like, a kid at camp is annoying him. He's trying out for the play. Well, he got lost at the, the Lumberjack competition. Oh, he got... I mean, he didn't get mm-hmm. lost. He just wandered off. And that made me laugh, too, because they end up finding him at the playground. Well, he was told By to camp. stay and watch the chainsaw sculpting. Mm-hmm. And then... He shows up. He's at the playground walking around with the hugest turkey leg you could ever see with with turkey juice all over his face. And Preacher's like, "Where? I told you to stay. And he just shrugs like, eh, fuck you, dude, because <laughs> he's mad. <laughs> the, yeah. Well, he's like, yeah. whatever, man. But that was that was what Preacher taught him to say to the bully. So that was a callback. That was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean, he did. Did you guys actually think, other than I thought maybe Doc was going to accidentally shoot him? Did you think there was a kidnapping situation, or did you know this was also kind of a, a fake? I mean, I think if by the end of this season Christopher has not been kidnapped, I will be upset because the way they keep foreshadowing him being almost kidnapped it's like all right like can we get to the actual kidnapping already yes i thought it was a possibility that he had been kidnapped but i didn't 
no, and I did think Doc might shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that was that's what I thought. Pat, did you think at all that Doc was going to shoot Christopher accidentally? I didn't think Doc was. That would be so nuts if Doc shot a kid. I feel like it's so hard for the show to come out of that. But I do think I agree with Aaron. He's going to be kidnapped soon, especially because of the way this resolves itself is preacher tells Christopher, you know, you can never do that again. You got to You can't just disobey me and walk away. Let's shake on it. It's a deal. And so the next time Christopher disappears, Doc is uh, next time Christopher disappears. Preacher is going to know that oh he's been taken because I know Christopher would never break the deal and just that's very off. true yeah that's so true so he's he yeah I mean he's definitely getting kidnapped soon I guess soon because we're you know we just finished episode six mm-hmm. so it uh, any any day now he could get kidnapped yeah um all right Charmaine I mean a heartbreaking episode for Charmaine episode six. Yes, but we do have to talk about Todd and Jack's dick measuring lunch mm. that they have. Oh yeah. Because that was great. Todd wants to have lunch with Jack. Jack is super busy, but Charmaine says he's gonna think it's disrespectful if you don't sit down with him. They go drink expensive what what is his thing? He he likes it was like McAllen or something scotch. like that. It was like a scotch. Yeah, he he like he likes to collect old scotch, aged scotch, and mm-hmm. basically says to Jack, uh, "I want full custody of the twins, and I'm willing to pay you whatever because I'm rich and I don't give a fuck." And Jack throws money on the table and says, "I don't need your money, and I'm not gonna sell my twins to you," and walks away. Like, the selling part is tough, but, like, this is a solution that I'm, like, Jack should consider. Take it. Take it, Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's, like, you don't want a relationship with their mother. Like, in this episode, Charmaine is even, like, well, Todd cares about the twins and me, so I'm going to pay more attention to him than the person who only cares about, like, the twins. Yes. Which I think is totally fair. So it's, like... Yeah, this thing that you are not particularly excited about. Because, like, that's the other thing, too. It's, like, you never hear Jack be, like, oh, I'm excited for the twins. Or when the twins get, I can't wait to, like, teach my kids this or that. Or I'm nervous about being a father. He's always just, like, these fucking twins. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so stressful or this or that. And it's, like, obviously becoming a parent is very stressful. But, like, there... There should be some excitement about it, too. And there just isn't. So it's like, you don't want to be this kid's father. So, like, maybe not Todd paying you to disappear, but to be like, you know, we can work out a situation. Like, maybe I just see them, like, once a week, like, once, like for one week a year or something like that. So, like, they know that I do love them, but, like, this is the solution that worked out best. You know? But I think I, it's you said it last yeah. episode when we were talking about it that... Jack is under the assumption that these twins are going to be almost fully his and Mel is going to help raise them. Yes. Like, he's basically like, I don't want to have another, get anyone else pregnant, so I will just give Mel these twins, which is, like, kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. Well, he offers that as a solution to Mel being 
upset about her not having kids is she he offers up well what if you just loved my twins a lot would that be enough <laughs> like that that is it's definitely his best case scenario is that Charmaine and and Todd disappear and he raises the twins with Mel yeah yeah well now Jack has Charmaine's dog Tucker because Todd is not a dog person. That was really upsetting. I mean, I think they're definitely like foreshadowing that Todd is not a good guy. Cause like to force somebody to give up a dog they clearly love is so cruel. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, Pat, do we even have to say that we're on team Todd here? Uh, over, over Jack? No, over getting, getting rid of that uh- dog. Over the dog. Me and Clayton are not dog people. I know you're no. not dog so, people, I mean, but if I, when you met me, had a dog that I loved more than anything, you would not have been like, it's me or the dog. I wouldn't have been. Okay. Here's, <laughs> listen, love of my life. We were destined to be together. But if we had met and you were living in an apartment in New York City and you had a dog there is a chance that dog would have screwed up the beginning of our relationship. Well, uh, yeah. But I never would have said you have to give the dog to Jack. No. But we may not have gotten to that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so wow. wow. So I was one yeah. dog away from still being single. Good to know. No, you you would have met someone else by now who would have <laughs> loved the dog. I, I'm we'll just saying, know. I think it's a big ask of somebody, you know, obviously if you are like allergic, I think that's different. Like if, yeah, if I'm there's a, I'm a legitimate allergic to reason, but I think it's like, if you just are not into it and especially like they have only been together for weeks at this point. Oh, it's so crazy. Well, I mean, Todd, Todd is clearly a villain, right? You know, he wore a Miami vice jacket. He's uh he's a lawyer. He's a what is he? A, a real estate lawyer. Mm-hmm. Now he he's he's showing off that he buys four thousand dollar bottles of scotch, and he's forcing people to give dogs away. Like it's clear that we were right from the beginning. Todd is set up as a villain mm-hmm. and a scam artist. Todd thinks he's the and, king, and Jack is the king. Right. Yeah. And Todd is the but Joker, I and he want... doesn't realize where he belongs in the stack of cards, the deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Do we think Todd has some kind of plan that has not revealed itself yet, or is it just he's a bad boyfriend for Mel? Yeah, he's, I'm sorry uh, he's, for Charmaine. He's, for Charmaine, he's just a bad boyfriend because you seem to have it in your mind that he wants Jack's bar. I I don't think that's in the offing. I could see. In the early episodes where he was introduced, that that might be a thing, but that's I I don't think he has any other ulterior motives other than he's just kind of a uh, a toad, mm-hmm. and he is making Charmaine do things that she doesn't want to do. Yeah, yeah. This is it's upsetting that Charmaine's situation is basically that she is put in a position to just be always in conflict with Jack. And otherwise, she's just in this relationship that we all know is not a good one, but she doesn't realize that yet. 
I think she, I think she realizes it. She just doesn't want to realize it. I think yeah. it's she's mm-hmm. being oblivious to save herself. Well, but so she did. She is getting a private suite for her birth, which is cool, and mm-hmm. a cute new car that Todd bought her. So it's not all bad. The other thing about Charmaine, Aaron, does she look pregnant? Yet? No, it's bizarre because also it's like this is a very thin woman who is supposedly like four to five months pregnant with twins. And she looks like nothing's going on in there. Like she looks fantastic. She's Charmaine obviously, but like there's nothing, there's nothing in that uterus. It's bizarre that they haven't put her in like even a little bit of a pregnancy belly yet. Not all pregnancies are the same and weight is distributed differently. I'm telling you this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would believe that if it was a single baby, because like, yeah, with a single baby, you can be, you know, eight months pregnant and some women just don't show very much. Fine. But twins, that's two, that's two people in there. That's crazy. Like, she should be showing more. Are we dusting off an old conspiracy theory here? Is is Charmaine actually pregnant? Because we haven't seen any sonograms this season. Mm-hmm. We're not uh-huh. seeing any bumps. Is is she lying and saying that the babies are still there? I don't listen. I don't want to say she's lying about a miscarriage. That's horrible. But I mean, because we know the babies were there at some point because there were sonograms. I. Right. I don't think that she's not pregnant, but I just think it's like a, just a bizarre choice. Like I, I, but no, I think she's still pregnant. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. I mean, I do agree. She should maybe have a little bit of a bump at the very least. Yeah. I, I think they're going to go from zero to 60. Like, I think there's going to be an episode where she suddenly has like an eight months pregnancy bump. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it might be a situation where, they built one belly. They didn't build a series of progressive bellies. And they're just going to, you know, it, they're just going to use the eight-month belly at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of like a props situation. That they may have lost the other bellies and they're just like, all right, we got the one belly, so we got to wait to use it at the end. So... Okay, so Charmaine, anything else with Charmaine and Todd? No, I think those that's everything. So then we I want to see them interact. Yeah. Like I feel like these two episodes we we didn't see them together at all. It was Todd and Jack and Char and Jack. And I'd love to just I'd love to I don't want to see obviously a episode take place away from Virgin River, but I'd love to see them what it's like for them to hang out just the two of them yeah oh what's going on in that relationship yeah like go shopping for this car like let's tag along with them when he's buying her the car right because the only time we know anything about the relationship is when one of them says it to jack otherwise we don't know what's happened so yeah charmaine is kind of in this weird spot this season where she only exists to jack have we seen charmaine interact with a non-jack character like it's almost like is he a is she a figment in his imagination at this point (laughs) 
Oh, that's a great question. I don't think, well, also the other thing is, and you've mentioned this earlier, Pat, is that with COVID, I do think they were not having a lot of people around each other really. Right, but they're definitely mixing and matching with everyone else. Like we've seen everyone else, you know, interact with other cast members except Charmaine. Like Charmaine's almost being treated like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Where you only see him with a kid. You know what could would have been cool for the Lumberjack episode is Charmaine and Todd show up at the competition and Jack thinks oh i'm gonna show who's the real man here and him and Mm -hmm. todd get in a competition together that would have been very interesting Mm -hmm. yes yeah like some kind of jack and mel versus charmaine and todd couples competition well she was pregnant though that's the only problem is that she couldn't fall off a log right right (laughs) right but also there's like really no one running that that lumberjack game. So I don't think anyone would have stopped her from getting on the log, but they definitely could have Jack and Jill sawed a log against each other. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. So, well, speaking of which that, so we have that situation going on. We had the cliffhanger from the last few episodes. Well, the last episode before, you know, the episodes that it's so late. The episodes that we reviewed last mm-hmm. of our episodes ended with her saying, I want a baby. And then, you know, Jack did what we thought he'd do, which is think, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. So, oh, you're talking about when, when, we, when, when Mel says to Jack, I want another baby. Yes. Or I want a baby. I want mm-hmm. a baby. And... Jack obviously has the twins coming and he isn't sure if he's ready. He has to think about it. And that made Mel feel sad. And then they have a conversation during the lumberjack games where Mel says, you, I feel like when things get serious, you run away. Mm-hmm. And it's something that Bree has said too. Bree has also, Bree also said to Jack that I feel like you're a stranger to me. You, before you got shot, we hadn't talked in a while. So they're they're really hitting Jack in his intimacy issues. I do think, though, it is fair to be like, I am currently about to have twins. I don't know how I'm going to feel about having twins or what's going to happen. Like, it is heavy to be like, okay, and I guess let's also have another baby. Like... I do think it's okay for Jack to be like, I'm not sure right now. Like, that is a fair thing to say, you know? He's being honest. Yeah. And I think it's unfair for Mel to be like, well, I just sprung this thing on you. I don't understand why you don't have a firm opinion on how you feel. Where it's, he's like, I don't know. Two years ago, I didn't know you and Charmaine and I were just casual. And now I'm having twins with her and in love with you. Like, things change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see... I see both their angles on this. Mm-hmm. I think that there really wasn't any movement here with Jack and Mel. We're kind of in a, they are happy together, but there's still things under the surface that they have to work through. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, I think the big thing to talk about in these episodes with Jack and Mel is the way they competed 
in the Lumberjack games. Yeah. Because they were featured as a competitive team in several events. And, Aaron, how do you think they did in their events? They awful. It, this it was this was crazy. They they basically they were in a in a uh, log sawing you know contest where they were paired up to saw a log, and they would just stop mm-hmm. for most of it to just converse about their relationship, mm-hmm. as everyone else was furiously sawing. It yeah. was it was so insanely frustrating as you're watching it. You're like, just keep sawing. And they'd be like, Oh, this is tough. And they'd, they'd stop to talk about his sister. And it's like, guys, there's also a crowd around you. Like people could hear you. That's true. They made a mockery of whatever that ropes competition was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they stopped yeah. halfway through and then Mel fell and then Mel pulled Jack off and they were giggling and laughing. And then they made out and people cheered. So I do think the town was more interested in them making out than them winning a competition. Yeah. They're Jack and Mel after all. Right. But, but yeah, yeah, they yeah, did so a, piss I, poor, I, a piss poor showing by them. I, I, guess the, uh, I guess they at least kissed for the crowd because like, that's part of what, if you're a, a citizen in Virgin River and you're, you're spending your hard-earned money to go see the Lumberjack Games... One of the reasons you're buying a ticket is you do hope to see Jack and Mel kiss at some point. Mm-hmm. So they gave the crowd that. But it is crazy how quickly they made a mockery of this timed event. <laughs> Muriel spent so much. She set up that the only thing that matters here is speed. Mm-hmm. The first team to finish the obstacle course in the fastest time wins. And Jack and Mel immediately stop to have a conversation. Like, once they stop, they cannot win because no one else stops at all. Yeah. Right. Now, we're halfway through, a little bit over halfway through the season. Do we have any things that we think are going to happen? Now, Christopher getting kidnapped is a slam doink, right? I mean, that's definitely yeah. happening. Yes. Um, Hope coming back, I still think... Our prediction last episode is on target. She's going to walk in while being on on FaceTime, and she's going to walk into a real-life scene in the town. I think she'll be back. I think so, too. Okay, so then do we think that we're going to find out who shot Jack? I think we do. Yes, and Brady's going to be teased, I think, a lot harder soon. Mm-hmm. I think once Jack finds out about Brady and his sister, Jack is really going to start to believe that Brady is the shooter. Yeah. Because he's going to immediately break them up. Like that's I, okay, here's a prediction. I think we're getting a Jack versus Brady fist fight Ooh. soon. Yeah, that's Great. a good prediction. That's awesome. Yeah, that's coming up. Do do um, we think we've I, met who shot Jack? Do we think we know is it somebody that we've seen before? It can't just be as easy as Calvin. Or huh. or maybe. Maybe it is. I think it is. I think it's just one of the bad guys we've met. Because it's not going to be like a... It's not going to be Bert or someone. You know, it's <laughs> not going to be a like a local townsperson. Is it Todd? No. Oh. I mean, that would be hard. 
That's really what if it's Todd? Then. What if it's Todd? And Todd wanted yeah. to get rid of Jack so he could have those twins. Well, did they meet? Did Charmaine and Todd meet before Jack was no, shot? After the shooting. After the shooting. I think like around the same time. Hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting thought, though. Yeah. It's a very interesting thought. Yeah. I mean, it also could have been Ricky by accident. And Ricky doesn't even know he did. (laughs) Well, Ricky, so the flat, we do get a quick flashback with Jack in the kitchen with Preacher. And Mm -hmm. he picks up a knife and it flashes to that night. And in Jack's point of view, we see a guy in a hoodie. Yeah. So would Ricky be wearing a hoodie with the hood over his face? You think, okay, it could be an accidental shooting by Ricky. Mm, is it? I anybody- think that's a possibility. It's it's like, you know, not to bring up The Simpsons again, but the famous Who Shot Mr. Burns, and it ends up being the baby by accident. So, so we so we do think that it's somebody who we've seen before, or possibly not. But we will know by the end of this season who <laughs> shot Jack. I think we have to know. It would be ridiculous if they didn't solve that mystery for us. Aaron, do you have any predictions? Uh, no. I think Christopher's getting kidnapped. I think we're gonna find. I, like, I think it's gonna get like pretty hairy there for Brady. For Brady, like. Jack's gonna have him taped up in a basement somewhere, and then we're gonna be like, "No, actually, it was all this right." Other and then we person. lost. We lost Aaron. What if it's, um, what if it's Bree's boyfriend? Maybe. No, that's ridiculous. He's gonna come into town for sure. Bree's boyfriend. I think he's he's showing up at some stage, and yeah, I mean, hope I hope she comes back. I think everyone's gonna end up finding out about Doc. Yeah. Those are all my. Was it Hope and she fled? She she fled to South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Who knows? Jack wasn't letting her tell secrets, and that's really hard for her. So. Oh, and she loves telling secrets. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you have any guesses as to who shot Jack or predictions for the these last few episodes, email us at learning the tropes podcast at gmail.com please we are posting stuff on instagram just to let people know when these episodes are up please no spoilers in the comments because people might have not seen the show yet they might not have even seen episode uh, season one and we don't want that we want people to be able to enjoy these episodes when they have watched the episodes So please no spoilers anywhere, not on Facebook, not on Instagram. Just email us if you have some spoilerific stuff you want to talk about. Yes. But don't also spoil us if you surpassed us. Yes. Don't spoil. Don't you dare spoil us. That'd be awful. Because we are only as far as the episodes we're posting. So Mm -hmm. please do not spoil us. Um, That was great, Aaron. Thank you for pointing that out. I didn't even realize that we could be spoiled the worst possible thing that could happen <laughs> but we'll be back with we're gonna have more episodes we're ripping through these so until next time i don't know enjoy 
Virgin River. Enjoy the show. Yes. Bye. Guys. Bye. <laughs>